We'll do our review of Lakutas Sichas in Chelik Tezai in volume 16. This is the second Sicha for the Parshas Kisisa. This is a Rashi Sicha. And in this Sicha, the Rebbe explains uh, the Rashi about the process, how they made the Shemen Hamishcha, that's the anointing oil. The oil that they used to uh, later on uh, to uh, anoint all of the vessels, all of the kalim of the uh, of the Mishkan, etc. So the process, the way it was done, Rashi brings down a machlokes, a disagreement between Rabbi Meir and Rabbi Yehuda. The Rebbe has a lot of questions uh, on the Pshutosh of Mikra. It seems that Rashi uh, is quoting extra words, and how is Rashi explaining uh, the issues that he brought up and so on and so forth, and the Rebbe is also going to bring out a very interesting uh, idea between uh, the Machloikas, between Rabbi Meir and Rabbi Yehuda, which also follows their views elsewhere, and also this is a general idea, is the present more important and overrides the future, or the future overrides the present, as uh, the Rebbe will explain it. But look inside. Oisalof. By Mtsibin Unzer Parsha, and the command in our Parsha, of their Asiyas Shemen HaMishcha, to make the anointing oil, state in Posik, so the Posik says, first the Posik enumerates all the various different kinds of, uh, of Besomim, the different kind of spices that Vosmenot Gedarft Hoben Farim Shemen Hamishcha that they needed for the anointing oil, Tzulib Zeir Reach Toiv Vetam because of their good and uh, smell and taste, uh, they were used to uh, make the anointing oil. So the pasuk says after telling you all the various different. Uh, Types that were used in it. The Torah says, "V'shemen zayis hin," and the amount of oil, olive oil, was a hin. On Rashi is Rashi mightig hin. So Rashi quotes, "Well, how much is this a hin?" On his mefarish yud beis lugin. That's twelve lugin. So a hin is twelve lugin. Rashi continues and says, So now we have a disagreement between the sages of Israel exactly how the process of this Shemen HaMishcha, this anointing oil was used. So first, Rabbi Meir, Rabbi Meir says, Within these 12 lug of oil, they cooked. Uh, sholku means more than cooking, just they overcooking. They boiled it in the 12 lugin of oil. They boiled all these uh, spices, the besomim that they used. They boiled it, so ikrim, the roots of all these uh, different types, they boiled it in that oil. Amalei Rabbi Huda, so Rabbi Huda says to the mayor an argument. He says, "How could that possibly be?" There is not enough in twelve lug 
olive oil to even smear the ikorim, the roots. You can't have enough oil. There's not enough oil to smear them. So how could you possibly say that all of these ikorim were cooked in such a small amount of oil, in just yud-based lugim, in the hin. Ella, but he said it was a different process. Therefore, Abhuda says, shorum bamayim. What they did was, they took these ikorim, these besomim, and they soaked it in water. And the reason they did that is, once they were cooked, they were already full, saturated with the water, and now they're not going to absorb the oil. And after you did that, you sprinkled on them, you flooded on the top with the oil. And then, until the oil that was on top of them absorbed the smell from these good spices. And then once it absorbed the smell, the and then they wiped down, they removed the oil from the roots, and now you have this shemen zayisin. Again, according to the meir, they use the hin of oil to cook all the ikorim in them. According to the Yehuda, Yehuda argues it's not enough even to shmir all that. How could you cook all these ikorim in such a little amount of oil? But rather, he says, you cook them in water. And the water absorbed into the ikorin. And then once it's absorbed, you smear the oil so it doesn't absorb anymore the oil. You wipe down the oil after it's absorbed from the good smell of these different spices, these different ikorim, and that was used for the Shemana Mishra. So, seems like Rashi is telling us two separate things in this one Rashi. First he tells us what the hin is, how much it is. And then he brings out Amachloikis, how it was done. So, but the Rebbe says, when Rashi says two separate interpretations, he splits it up in two different Rashis. So we need to understand, Rashi is, Rashi's custom is, that when you have two separate matters, that he explains on the same word. So, Rashi splits it up, each one in a separate heading, a separate Rashi that begins with a separate uh, heading. So, how come Rashi over here is combining these two separate matters? Number one, the Mosfin Shem and Yudbeis Logan tells you the amount of the oil that it was to 12 looking. And base, and number two, and the way that this anointing oil has was made, this is seemed to be something separate of the 12 Logan. Um, the way we was made it, either as either it was cooked very much in the oil, the psalmim, uh, or he just smeared over the top, flooded over them the oil. In the Mzalbim Dibur, and Rashi brings it in the same Rashi. 
And the, this continuation is very clear in Rashi's language over here. Rashi connects these two pieces because Befrat Rashi writes, ain't striped, especially the more Rashi writes, he says, and they argued. So that means that it follows the previous uh, statement. Um, and it seems to be a separate uh, issue over here. There is interpretation how much is a hin, and here we're saying how it was made. And number two, Rashi says, as boy, is madgish boy, which means that in what he talked about before, boy in the hin, is that hin, in the hin shemen, the hin shemen, boy in the hin, nit, sholku al sapirush fubasiso. So it's not like a uh, just saying how it was done. This doesn't look like a, 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 a explaining the uh, how you make the besamim yitzshamen amishcha. But state the pasuk lachrov. That's not what Rashi is. Rashi is saying, boy, in that look, in that hin, in that twelve looking that we're talking about. In there, it was what's the connection? So actually, in Oiz Gimel, the Rebbe will bring down that it uh, could be very connected because uh, the reason why the issue that the mayor Rabbi Yehuda has that it wasn't sufficient was based upon the problem that it was so small. It was only Yudbeis looking, so that's why it follows because the argument of Rabbi Yehuda is because of the yud based looking. So these two interpretations are interrelated. That's why Rashi brings down the Machloikis, as the Rebbe says in Oiz Gimel. But the Rebbe will explain over there, we can't say that this is why Rashi connects them, because in that case, uh, why is Rashi only bringing down the problem, and why is he bringing down the view of Rabbi Meir, if that's, and not answering it? We have to say that as Rebbe will explain over there, that there's another explanation. Uh, it's not connected because of that. We'll see later on, and that's a noise gimel. But in the meantime, the Rebbe has various different questions, just looking at the Rashi itself. It's a little bit, uh, some of the details that Rashi brings down over here is a little difficult. Uh, so the, the first question that the Rebbe addresses over here was why Rashi explains two separate matters in the one Rashi which Rashi explains over here that the amount, how much a uh, a hin is that it's usually looking and this machloikis of the process. Now the Rebbe is going to ask questions on the language because why would Rashi have to introduce although but Rashi uses a strange notion of Chachmi Yisrael. Sometimes when Rashi wants to say that both interpretations are equal, he says, oh, there are teachers tell us two opinions, just to say it's the first one that is going to be brought down is, doesn't have anything advantage over. The second one is just because you can't say two things together. So Rashi would say, oh, uh, our teachers give us two interpretations. But over here, Rashi uses a strange language of Chachmi Yisrael. Why? Aleph. 
Either Rashi brings the two ideas from the Rebbeir and Rabbi Yehuda. Before Rashi brings the two opinions of the Rebbeir and Yehuda, he's a Magdimi. He introduces Venechlukul Bechachma Yisrael that the sages of Israel disagreed about it. Is Bishloima. So we understand those who said is Bechlal Magdim this that Rashi introduces as in them in Yenizdoa Plukta that in this matter there's a disagreement. Is as vigiretchen come upon that is as we already said many times. Midar kavona Rashi intention is here to bavorne to caution us at the gebracht that two pirushim zaynish kulim that the two brought down interpretation are equal in darachapshat in the simple meaning because under hagdoma if Rashi wouldn't say so, would give mashma then you would think. As the Erster Pirush, then you that the first commentary was Rashi brings is the Erster That is also the first one, also in advantage that it's a better Pirush. Since Rashi brings it first, that's closer to the pathway that Rashi chooses to give us the path of simple meaning, the literal meaning of the Pasuk. And therefore, Rashi has to say that they're equal. But in our case, Rashi doesn't just say, but sees Obanit move on. But in our case, it's not understood. Was Rashi is domadgish. Why does Rashi emphasize Venech Kuboi Chachme Yisrael, the sages of Israel? Is it then is donetik sushelu zain the Chachme Omis? Is it then important to negate that this is not the wise of the nations? Why are we saying the Chachme Yisrael? Uzoknit Venech Kuboi Rebbe Seder. Rashi doesn't say the usual way. Our uh, teachers have disagreed about this, or similar to this, as it is his nature, is usual in many places. Rashi does this all the time and doesn't usually bring down Chachme Yisrael. Another issue why does Rashi have to name the authors of this statement? It's also unusual. Base, Tzulivos, is Rashi Maitik Oich Nemen. From the Rameir and Rabbi Yehuda. Why is Ashi also quoting the names of Rameir and Rabbi Yehuda? Borum Vigaret Filmol, because as we spoke many times, Brent Rashi the Nomen for the Manda Omar. Rashi does bring the name of the one who says it, the author, nor Dan Vendurdem Kumtsubir in Zain Pirush. Only when, through knowing who the author is, there is explanation, uh, further explanation in his commentary. So, what is the explanation that is added by knowing that it's Rameir and Rabbi Yehuda. Why does Rashi mention it? And the Rebbe says, but it's even a bigger problem because these names are not absolute because we find uh, these names, uh, these these opinions, different names in the in the uh, Yerushalmi, in the, in, 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 in the Babli, Nochstarker, Kimol. No, starker is the diuk in them. Further is more the, the problem with this. In Babli is the girsa. In the Babli, instead of Rameir and Rabbi Yehuda, it's Rabbi Yehuda and Rabbi Yehuda. So Rabbi Yehuda is the one that zokt shol kinboy as hoi korin. Rabbi Yehuda is the one that holds that they would uh, cook the korin, not Rabbi Meir like Rashi quotes it. And it was Rabbi Yossi that is said in the Bible what we are saying in our Rashi in the name of Rabbi Yehuda. And he pours the oil and he absorbs from the uh, smell of these uh, spices and then he wipes it down. So since there is also another version, we have the version that I made in Rabbi Yehuda.
And the Bavli diversion is Rabbi Yehuda and Rabbi Yosef. So Rashi chooses specifically, it's not just bringing an author, but it is bringing an author in which there is difference of opinions. So Rashi, Klaiptois, the Girsa for Yerushalmi. Rashi chooses the version of the Yerushalmi that the Rameir Zokt the mayor says that they uh, cooked very much in them the ikarin. Uh, and Rabbi Huda says that they soaked them in water. Not like the quote in the Babli that it was Rabbi Huda and Rabbi Yosi. And the Rebbe is going to explain later on that these names are actually precise because that is what... Uh, follows the style of Rabbi Meir and Rabbi Yehuda that Rashi has quoted earlier with this idea of the present, the now and here is more important than the future, that what's going to come in the future, which Rashi already quoted Rabbi Meir and Rabbi Yehuda before the Rashi, and this follows in their steps. And also the Chachmei Yisrael is sort of that this is a general concept and approach to how to do things. Do we do the mitzvahs and do things most important way it's now or we look at the future? The Rebbe is going to detail all this further. In our over here, the Rebbe points out that perhaps Rashi had this girsa in the Babli, so it's not necessarily that Rashi chooses the girsa of the Yerushalmi. There's also a different language of the Yerushalmi. But the Rebbe deals with this in the Aura, but right now we're just learning the Sikh and the Pnim, and uh, we'll stick with that. In Ois Gimel, the Rebbe goes back and he says, well, the first question that I've asked in Ois Aleph, we could say that very simply that these two are connected, that the reason why Rabbi Yehuda has a problem that Rabbi Meir is because it was only Yudbeis Lukim. Gimel, the above mentioned first question is Sifalov. Boatman Lachedegi can't enter an impastus, we could have answered simply. After Rashi says that there were only 12 Lugin of Shemin, so Rashi explains the Hin. That Hin means Yud Beis Lugin. So we, now we know that the amount, it was only 12 Lugin of Shemin. So then we have a difficulty. Azamos Shemin is Dokzeir claim. That measure of oil is very small. In Fargleich, when you try to compare it, from the to the great number of spices, that were used with the oil. And that's why the question becomes, as how is it possible? As that this should be left over oil. For anointing oil, there's no oil left. And especially, you can't have so much oil for the, all the uses. The Pasuk says later on, So you anoint oil, etc. All the things you have to use, a lot, a lot of things. So because of this, Rashi must immediately continue. And to bring down the opinion of Oser Klerm, who explained how they constructed the Shem and Amishcha to explain what's going on, because otherwise we have a problem. But Rebbe says, if that's the reason that Rashi reads down that you have the problem, 
So why is Rashi bringing down the problem not giving the answer? So if the whole reason he's bringing it down, and because he doesn't, he's wondering how it works. So why bring down Rab Meir and 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 leave uh, leave Rabbi Yehuda ask a question, which is the reason why you brought it down in the first place? He's open it moving. That's not understood. This question seemingly is only answered nor This problem, how does it sufficient, is only going to Rabbi Yehuda, who says that first they soaked them in water so they don't absorb the oil. But according to the mayor, the question remains. And Rashi brings immediately the challenge of Rabbi Yehuda. It doesn't even have enough to smear the uh, stems, the uh, the roots. This we come to the great surprise on Rashi. Rashi. Rashi bring the shita for Rameir. Rashi quotes the view of Rameir as by that they actually cooked in the oil, the roots, on take of the kushya from the Rabbi Yehudaifim. And immediately following down the question that Rabbi Yehuda has on Rabbi Meir, that there is not enough even to smear the Rabbi without giving us an answer on Rabbi Yehuda's question. And don't say that Rashi means to uh, advocate for uh, Rabbi Yehuda against Rabbi Meir. It's obvious that Rashi made this to Zogan. Rashi is not intent, does not mean to say, Ashitas Rameir is abgefragt, that it was challenged. In that case, he would have not brought down the view of Rameir at all. He wouldn't have bring it down. He wouldn't have brought down Bechlal if he believes that it's challenged by the words of Rabbi Yehuda. So why does Rashi bring down Rabbi Yehuda? Brings on the challenge, and it doesn't answer it. And it's even more surprising, because Rashi does Beferish give credence to the opinion of Rabbi Meir as equal to Rabbi Yehuda. As the Rebbe said before, he says, It's even more so. Since Rashi introduces, That the sages argue, This Rashi, the Mitmat Gishkinal, so Rashi emphasizes with this, as mentioned above, as nit norvert Rab Meir's day and nit obgifreg duch Rab Yehuda's kasha. Not only isn't Rab Meir's opinion challenged and negated through the question of Yehuda, nor may the days I school him. Both of these opinions are equal. So Rashi brings down a question and doesn't give an answer. Very, very surprising. And yet, Rashi believes this is an equal opinion in Trutash Al-Mikya, Rameir, and Rashi brings a question, doesn't bring the answer. So what's going on? Now he's Dalla, the Rebbe brings down on the Gemara answers on this question. That was a lot of miracles. This was one of the miracles that took place with the, with the Noit Noel. But Rashi doesn't give any indication that this was a miracle over there.
And on the contrary, Rebbe proves from a later Rashi, it seems like this was, uh, everything was made sense naturally. So, how are we going to explain the uh, miracle uh, over there? How does Rashi explain this according to Pshat without telling us that this was a miracle? And um, and if Rashi believes it's obvious, so uh, why bring down the question? So what's what's going on? This is, so the Rebbe is going to further articulate this in Oizdalat. In Babli, Vert Take Gebracht. In Babli, it's actually brought down as Rabbi Yehuda of their kasha answered Rabbi Yisin that Rabbi Yehuda answered on this kasha to Rabbi Yisin. Now remember, in the Babli, it is Rabbi Yehuda and Rabbi Yisin answering. In our Rashi, it's Rabbi Meir, Rabbi Yehuda and Rabbi Meir. But over here, it's Rabbi Yehuda and he answered him as the Girsa in the Babli. So what is his response? The idea is the same though. V'chines echod is there uh, just only one miracle that took place in the anointing oil? He says it started off with 12 lugin. And you were able to anoint with it. Mishkan the Kalev, the Mishkan the Kalem, Aaron Uvonov, Aaron and his sons. And it's all going to be lasting in the future to come, etc. So he's basically saying to them, this is a. Miracle, it's a miracle oil, this haste. As by the Rasiyas Hashem and his Takigishenanes, which means to say that when you made the oil, uh, there was actually a miracle. When the Shemen is neat eingezap given in the Korib, and the Shemen was not absorbed in the roots, and you could use it. So that's basically uh, the answer, what. Uh, what Rabbi Yehuda gives over there, or a mayor in our, in our Gersa. But in Pirish Rashi, but in Rashi, you cannot uh, interpret this. But in Rashi, because in Rashi, there is not mentioned at all. I feel in there's not even no hint to it. As Lashitas Rameid is for Yekumananes, that according to the view of Rameir, there was a miracle here. Nochmer. Furthermore, from them was Rashi Zokch Peter. From the fact that Rashi says later on, if in Posik, Shem and Goimel Derisechem, later Posik, over there, the miracle that is alluded to by the Babli that I've quoted before, that it's all going to remain, the 12 Lugan as it is, is going to remain in existence intact. Rashi brings this down on the Posik later on. That it's going to be an oil for the future to come. And Rashi quotes the Mikan from this later Posik that it says, Our teachers learned from this that in its entirety this is going to stay for the future to come. So that miracle that this Yud based looking is going to remain intact for the future. Rashi learns it from a later pasuk. Is mashma is in him toichen aksuvim bizim pasuk toyusechem. So that in the uh, content, the psukim's meaning until the toyusechem, darf menit onkumet zodem chiddush. We don't need to come on to this novel idea as by Shem and Mishcha is given an S that there was a miracle by the anointing oil. Rashi musman zogan. So we have to say musman zogan as Rashi nemton. 
We have to say, therefore, that Rashi assumes, as or Rashi understands as Lashitas Rameir is Lachatchila Nitshver. To begin with, it's no not difficult. The uh, the issue over here. Shailufun Rabbi Yehuda, Rabbi Yehuda's question about Leilosu Chulu, and that's why we don't need an answer for that because Rashi doesn't address it. But so we have the issue. But why, why isn't it a problem? So number one, the Chayre is Dos Hashtar Kekushya in Pashtus Advarim. This seems to be a very strong question in simple, the way the simple matters are. And the contrary, according to the way the, the style, they learn Gemara. So but you can answer, Kenal, Chines Echad Naschul is the only one miracle. But in the simple meaning, there is no hint for this. And number two, base, and on the other hand, if Rashi is of the view as the Tirits of them is a that it's so obvious, he doesn't have to answer it as a Dafis Gorish Bavarman. He doesn't have to answer this. So why is he bringing out the question that he doesn't, he doesn't uh, need. Uh, uh, it doesn't even need to be answered, so why ask it? So either where's the answer or don't ask the question. So how are we going to explain this? I'm just going to explain now that there is actually a principle, uh, a question over here, uh, how the oil uh, or the Shemen HaMishcha needed to be made. The Torah refers to it as oil, uh, Shemen HaMishcha, anointing oil. Uh, that's what they created, the anointing oil. But the question is, once it's mixed in together with the other uh, substances, that it was cooked within the oil, it all became a, uh, uh, a- according to uh, according to the mayor, it all became the Shem Mishchus. It was a a mush, a kind of a you sprinkled it actually, but uh, uh, it was a a combination of all of these different roots together with the oil, and the opinion of Rabbi Yehuda is that it needs to be oil at the end. You can't have that mush that uh, melted uh, in the cooking, and uh, that wouldn't suffice. And that's based upon how they interpret the pasuk. Let's look inside. Hey, the beard in that explanation of this. The shit is Rabmeir. According to the view of Rabmeir, Azmahodi Korim Shelik Given in Shemin, that these roots were cooked very hard in the oil, Is they were boiled in the water, for a long time, is Lishitas Rash al Hapshat. So, according to Rashi's view, who is learning this simple meaning, to begin with, there's no problem, uh, there's no room for such a question. That there's not enough for it to uh, smear even the roots themselves. Because it doesn't matter, was that through the fact that you cook these roots, is the shaman that the oil got absorbed in these roots. Baler halt, because the view of Rameir is as the shaman amishchot nidgimus zayin shaman farzich, that the anointing oil did not have to be just oil by himself, nor tzuzamem midi but only uh, together with the ikorim. He didn't need to have. Oil separate. It was a mixture. Was that in Givorn Fet, the 
in Korim, they became uh, fatty, and they were poured, and then they melted down, and they were poured like a liquid. When you cook them a lot in the oil, it caused them to melt down, so that they can sort of uh, be poured. Notwithstanding, we still call it oil of Mishcha. If them the lotion miyotzakto, Torah says you should sprinkle, which means vehezeisa, you should sprinkle. So in other words, it's liquidy. The bald as the according hot man gekoch in an eifun fusholkom since they were cooked in such a way that they cooked for a long time. Because it's mervibishol. That's more than just cooking. Farnander gekoch it's totally cooked, taken apart, which means it melted down. It didn't look like any more like roots. They were melted like a liquid. So that's the opinion of Rabbi Meir. Rabbi Huda doesn't want to learn this word. Because he is of the opinion as the Shemana Mishcha he says it has to be oil. As the name, we call it shemen. That's as well. Unit and not the majority should be melted down roots. which turned into a thick, fatty liquid. Because you cooked them for a long time in the oil under far and therefore he says no. that they soaked them first in the water. These. And then you let them absorb, and then you remove the oil from the ekorim. So you had shemen. It has to be shemen. This is the reason why Rashi quotes Rabbi Yudas' question on the view of Rabbi Meir. And Rashi is particularly, and he says specifically, that it's not even enough to shmir. Rashi wants to tell you there's so little there you can't call this whole melted uh, result of ikorim uh, with the little with the oil there you can't call that shemana mishcha because even losuch esoikorim einoisipek that it's not even enough. To uh, to shmir the ikar, because Rashi, if Rashi uh, is trying to tell you that something which is so little cannot be called shemen amishcha just because it's melted into the into the uh, into that oil, why would we call it shemen amishcha? And. Uh, and, and that's why, that's the point in Rashi. Does Rashi use this losuch as he called him in his sipek? Rashi should have, uh, seemingly, argument should have been, is it called shemen? But Rashi wants to point out over here that this is not sufficient because it's so small. Hagam leishites rameir verder shemen nivla in the ikorim unisnit losuch as he called him so why is saying Losuch has a is not enough? 
But that's not what he was saying. Rameir said that you uh, that you, you absorb it in the Akkadim. You're not anointing the Akkadim with them. So why is he bringing down Los Chesei Akkadim? In the Akkadim, we need Los Chesei Akkadim. So you don't even see them at all. So why is he saying that it's Los Chesei Akkadim in Isipek? When he should say, we're, 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 there's no oil over here at all, according to the mayor. But, so he should have said, why is it called oil? But he wants to bring out, because Loshuk emphasized, that when you smear with something, it shows that it's secondary to the Zachmas Mizsoch Ikrit. Rashi wants to point out that this is. Secondary, the oil to it. Upshita, as we can it on roof when Hashem Dover a bottle them shemen can call it shemen. The fact that Rashi says, which is not really what Rabbi Yehuda, what Rameir said, because he said that it was all absorbed, but it's, just, it's trying to point out how the shemen, which is soch, cannot be called the shemen amishcha if it has all that. Melted down quantity of 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 of, of the ikorim. So what's the point actually? The machloek is over here. It's based on the way they interpret the pasuk. Well, the tama pluktet shishra mein reviuda. What's the reason for this argument that mein reviuda? In pasuk state, siso oisoi shemen mishchas kodesh. You should make it ho. Holy anointing oil. It should be a mixture. Uh, it should be holy anointing oil. This haste, it means. As I know in them, there are two parts of it. Two times. When you're making it. You should make the shemen zais. When you're making it. A mixture. And I see in them shemen. This is a way you do the oil. You do something with the oil in them shemen. In an oifah for brakacha makes a mixture. But Rashi touched up. Rashi translates that the whole dover amuru bechaveri. At If you have two things that are mixed with each other to the extent that one absorbs from the other one, either absorbs the reich, either the smell. A time of the taste, So you're making the shemen a mixture, so you should get some sort of a uh, absorbing from something else, smell and a taste. Base, that's the making. After you make it, as that needs to become holy anointed oil for always. Here. In this consists the difference between Rabbi and Rabbi Yudah. In welchem prat for the two is the Iker Hat Goshe, which of the two is the main emphasis? According to Rabbi Meir, that in it they cooked in the oil, is the Rinyan for Nasir Beshemen. So the idea that you have to do something with the oil, or for Merkachas and the mixture, given Petachas Ashlemus, this was in total wholesomeness. The first oifen to neif mission zweizachen in the greatest measure way to, in order to mix two things together 
says, one thing mixed in with the other, is when they were cooked together. That takes place when you cook them together. How to Meir? So the Meir says, as kedemik kaims and the tzivui, was tzivui so oisu goimer merkachas goimer betachas hashlemus in order to make him the oil a mixture in complete, uh, to, to complete the way in the total complete way. How to skimus zayin of the meif from b'shol kosiyikorin had to be in a way that you cooked the yikorin. That way, these things became together. Although, as a result, if you do it that way, is the prat for shemes mishchas kodesh yeh? It should be anointing oil. It doesn't. It's not oil by itself. It's as it is together with the roots. So you're lacking. It's not really oil, but the making is in the process. It was done in the most perfect way. The process, the way Rabbi Yudah describes it, that you soaked it in water and then you sprinkled, you flooded oil over them until the oil absorbed from these besamen, is the asi besamen merenit v'hitzivakopkoi. So what, what was done in the oil was only that you Pour it over the spices and you wiped it down. Umer kachas, and but the mixture, dovra murubachavere, making it a mixture is nidu slamus, that's not wholesome. Form the klita sareach in shemen, because the absorbent of the smell in the oil is nidikumen, durkochen, the shemen tsuzamen, midikum. It didn't come by cooking the oil together with the roots. Is over the tetzo, derfum beshlamus, but the result of it. Nevertheless, is complete is a wholesomeness. The shemen mishchas kodesh becomes anointing, holy anointing oil. Kum betachlis, it comes in its ultimate. Si zirichtik shemen, it's the proper oil. On legamri bifnasim, totally by itself. So you have these two uh, opposing needs to make a mixture within the oil, but then you lose the oil part of it. Or to have an oil, holy oil, but then you move, move the process, the mixture part of it. Since in the simple literal of the psukim, we don't have evidence. Which of the two is the deciding factor? Whether it's the inyan from that you should make it in a mixture. Or the idea from Shem that it should be anointing oil. The far is Rashi Magdim, that's where Rashi introduces Far Naro Brengdom Gufap Lukta before he brings down the actual argument, Velech Lukubay Khulu, to bring down without disagreement. Bechdei to the Midbavoranen, in order to caution us. As Beide Deis and Eshkulun Bepshudashon Mikra, both of these opinions are equal to the simple meaning of the passage. Oy Zion. We can also explain the uh, specific language in Rashi. It says, The Rebbe asked, Why does it say, Not Rabbi Seinu, Chachma Yisrael? Is Valditzvei Deyes for the Meirun Rabbi Yehuda? These two opinions between Rameen and Yehuda in them oifen asiyas shemana mishcha. 
their opinion how the making of the anointment oil spiegeln up zwei verschiedene Farben. They mirror two different ways. Wes kann sein der Zugang von Aiden zu Kima Mitzvahs how the approach of a yid can be to the observance of mitzvahs. Vido ba kiyum ha-tzivu asiso shem el-goymer. Just like in this case over here, when we're talking about fulfilling the command of making the oil, and uh, there can be two approaches. And their far is a saplukt of chachma Yisrael. Therefore, this is a disagreement of the sages of Israel. This is a general question of approach. The question is the tachlis ha-shleima bohiva, if you have the ultimate wholesomeness presently versus hagam as durchdem that fell in the shleimas funachar Even though that this would be actually uh, lacking in the wholesomeness that will take place later on. Is that preferable? Oder as biikir or Mainly is negay the shleimus bigmara inyan. It's most important is as it's going to be completed once the matter finishes laacharze, which is later on. Well, the tamid and for always. And that's more important than those kender greichvern. Nor this can only be reached in a situation done only in a case when the asiya behoive is need shleimus. When doing it now is not complete. Azoyich bin nedivin need the dan. So likewise is in our case with the oil. In the Mtsiva for the Mabershtan, in the command of Hashem, is Le Pirush Madinoi. He did not articulate what is the halocha. For the Proteifani Asiyas Hashem, how the details, the way the oil needs to be made. Nor Beklovus, the Torah says generally, Vosiso Goimer Merkachas, Goimer, on Durchdem Zol Shemen Mishchas Kodeshia. There should be anointing oil. Ubemele is as opening in their day of Chachma Yisrael Beifin Kima Mitzvahs. And therefore, this hinges on the view, the opinion of the sages of Israel, how to do mitzvahs. So this is not an isolated case. The Chacham, this is a general how to go ahead and do it. Rameir says, As when Eden, Hoban Gedarft, Machen Dem Shemen, that when the Yidden needed to make the oil, haben sie sich gerechnet wie Iker mit den Schleimers, wie sie, wie das ist Behöwe, bei Masis HaMashemen. They mainly considered how to make it in the most perfect way presently, when you're making the oil. You need to make the oil, and also, because of that's the main emphasis, the main importance is boy sholku esoyikorim. In that they cooked, overcooked, and boiled up the roots. Chotch sevet durch dem felon in der spete diketitzah. Although through this there will be lacking in the result later on for shemen mishchas kodesh that it should be holy anointing oil. Because you won't be able to see oil by itself. It'll be mixture. As opposed to Rabbi Huda, he assumes, he uh, takes the position. His position is, that presently we have to have 
the preparation to what's going to make it in the future wholesome. Under far, and therefore you cannot say as sholku as so ikrim that they uh, cook the ikrim in in the oil while demult vedoch shpeter felun in the shleimus from shemem mishchas kodesh Then you'll be lacking in this wholesomeness that it's not going to be a oil of holy uh, holy oil. It's going to be lacking. The far zokter ashi. He says, you know, you soak him in water, even though doing the oil and the mixture, the hoive, the present, is not complete, it's not fully. That's why in the future, however, It'll be Bishlamus. So according to Rabbi Yehuda, that's the view of the Chachma Yisrael, the way we approach mitzvahs to do them in the way, according to Rabbi Yehuda, what's going to be in the future, in the most perfect way, even those be lacking now. Rabbi holds we go by now. The Rebbe is going to explain. Now we can also explain why we bring down the opinion. Rashi uses the names of Rabbi and Rabbi Yehuda specifically and brings down the authors of these names because this connects it to a machloikis where we have Rameir and Rabbi Yehuda previously in the Rashi. Based on this we also understand was Rashi bringt the Nemen for the Chachma Yisrael. Why Rashi brings the names of the sages of Israel? Was Rashi klepto is the Girsen that the fact that Rashi chooses that Rameir Rameir Beishok it's Rameir who says that they cooked the Ikorin, the roots. And Omele Rabbi Yehuda and it's Rabbi Huda that tells him that Shorim b'mayim chulu that chulu that they soaked in the water. So we have Rabbi and Rabbi Huda. Unit Rabbi Huda and Rabbi Yisai. Not like Rabbi Yisai has brought down Babli. But Rashi hotchein freer Rabbi gebracht because previously Rashi already brought down a pluktat between Rabbi and Rabbi Huda, a disagreement between Rabbi and Rabbi Huda. But oich dort nizer machloikis miyusid of the zalbas for it. There too. Their disagreement is based on the same idea. And there too, Rashi introduces the similar, this is a disagreement of Chachma Yisrael. What's the halacha? Uh, when you're renting someone to, you're renting him an item. So, so what law does the Seicher get? Uh, is he considered like a Shomer Chinom, like a watchman for free, which will be exempt for Gneva Vaveda? Or he has a din of a Shomer Socher who is liable for Gneva Vaveda if it's stolen or lost. So Shreipt Rashi in Parshim Mishpotim, so Rashi says in Parshim Mishpotim, V'lepirish Madinoi, the Torah did not ex- articulate. What is the Allah of a soicher? What happens if something happens to this item that he rented? Is he like a free watchman or is mechuyiv nor a Then he would be only liable, responsible for negligent. Like a shemer chinam is only responsible if he's negligent. Or he would be like a watchman who gets paid. And he also has to pay for theft and loss for, 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 for stolen. So, 
Rashi says, That's why the sages of Israel have a disagreement in this. How should they pay? Rameir says like a free watchman. He says like a watchman who gets paid. In Pashtus, so simply, Zayin and Zayin at time What is their reasoning? Rabbi Yehuda, how? Soicher Kishemir Socher. That the Soicher is like uh, watching for pay. While Rabbi Nutzach with the Meshore, he's getting paid because he gets to use the Shoyer. So then he gets paid for guarding it. So he gets paid for guarding it, so he should be like a Shemir Socher. Rameir Halto Ben. Rameir Hal, on the other hand. What he's paying for is for what he's using. But he's not getting paid. He's paying for that which he's using. So that's not considered that he's paying. That his, his pay can't be the fact that he gets to use it because he pays for that. He's not getting paid for watching. He just gets... because And, and the fact that he gets to use it, that's not pay for watching. That's pay... Uh, that he pays for that separately. He's a soicher. He hires. He pays for it. And therefore, he has a law of a shemichin. So, on the surface, is nit farstandik Rabbi Yehuda's tam. So, Rabbi Yehuda's reasoning on the surface is not understood why he would be like a soicher to soimer socher that he compares a renter, somebody who rents, to somebody who gets paid. What makes a watchman that gets paid? Why is he liable for theft and uh, and law and loss? Is those because he gets paid to watch? Does haste? This means that mafkit the depositor, the one who gives him to watch, pays him as well. that he should watch the object. With a better way of watching, to protect the object also from theft and loss. The fact that the renter gives the rentor, the owner gives the renter permission to use the ox, is a That's not because he's guarding it. Nor he pays for it. The the, the soicher pays for using it. Is favosol do arif legin? Favos do zol do arif legin? If them view of Rabbi Yehuda is problematic, why would it be considered getting reward uh, for uh, for watching uh, when he's paying for the use? Oistas is das boring them. Here. The plukta from the Rameir on Rabbi Yehuda is totally in the plukta haklolis. This disagreement from the Rameir of Yehuda hinges on their general disagreement. Vos is machria, which decides, hoiva, the present, or the osid, or the future. As menemt on, as der maski rechen zach biiker mitn hoiva, if we accept that the rentor, the one who rents, the owner, is mainly considering with the present, does vos ervil fardinen geld, this that he wants to earn money, 
by renting out the ox. And at the same time, the ox should also be watched. Then darf sein, then needs to be as der maskir banugun sich oich that the one who's renting, who's the owner, will be satisfied. Oich when der seicher vetiten sein chayfets even if the uh, renter, one who rents, is only gonna watch the object, nit mit der shmirem ula von Hashem ersachar not with the better watch of a watch for pay, in order to protect from something which is uncommon, which can only happen in the, which may happen in the future. So we're not going to say that, nor his main thing is, with a usual guarding of a watchman who does not get paid. Since as Der Shemira, since also through that guard is the Chayfetz Meshumar Behoive, because the Chayfetz is guarded presently, and in a usual way. And the Chashash and the worry, as be osid vet pasir nan inya shal gneve vaveda, that in the future there might take place an aspect of theft or loss, vet imnit ophalten, that will not prevent him from renting out the object uh, to give the object for rent and then immediately to make the money presently that the present is the deciding factor overrides the future so therefore it turns out as the shmira, a velcha, the masculine tzivalosin, that the guard, the what type of a watch did the owner rely on is the mishmira regila. It's a regular, common watch from Hashem Echinon, from a watchman who does not get paid. Hashemkin l'shitus Rabbi Yehuda, as the rosh it is machril gabayive that the future is decides over the present is calls mander maskir is nit verzichet. As long as the one who the owner is not assured as the chayfet v'zayin obgeit that this object would be watched b'shmirah meula in a good guard b'ayifan azoich la'osi that also that in the future so the chayfet zayin gans this object will be whole but the nit mevater zayin of them he will not forego this afilatzud the geld for seva kum even because of the money that he gets in the present v'bal that the soicher is nit ken shemer chinom. And since he is not a free watchman, which does a favor for free for the mafkid, but rather he hires the object and he uses the object, therefore we assume as the maskir had sich verlosen, that the maskir relied on that he should watch the object with a better watching. So basically, uh, what the assumption is when he gives it over, if the present, according to the mayor, if that's the main thing, right now it's watched, he doesn't worry about the future, he wants to make the money now. According to the Yehuda, it wants to preserve it for the future. So therefore, as long as this guy is not a Shemachino, he's not doing him a favor, so then he's using it, so then he relies on him 
to watch it because that's the future, that's the what we, uh, that overrides it. And the Rebbe brings another example just to strengthen this idea where we find Rameir Rabbi Yehud in a similar way. To strengthen this explanation, that this follows the view each other of Rameir Rabbi Yehud, Another place where we find the same disagreement between Ramei and Ramei. The question over there is the aloha is that up to what quantity do you have to eat to be part of the Mizuban? So Ramei holds, Ramei holds, Ramei holds at Kizais. All you have to eat is a Kizais, the size of an olive. But Rabbi Yehuda this at kibeya up till the size of the egg. On the Gemara Masbir is the Gemara Masbir is a machlokes. The Gemara explains so. What's the machlokes? If you need to eat the size of an olive to be part of the zimun or the kibeya, as that this is a disagreement in the verses. Rameir Sova Rameir holds v'achalto zu achila. It says you will eat. That means just eating and. Vesavoto is means zushtia. Satisfied is not another type of achila, but it refers to drinking. So achalta means eating, and savato sarifa means drinking. And therefore, there is nothing more than the regular shir, so zushtia vachila bikizai. So that means drinking or eating in the size of the olive. That's the shir. But Rabbi Yudha Sova, Rabbi Yudha says, no, no, it's not just Vachalto. Vachalto would be a kezais. But Vachalto v'savoto is achilo shiyesh b'svi. We're talking about eating that has a satisfying eating. Ve'ezuzu, that has to be a kibetzo. Zokto bedor toisvus. So toisvus says over there, as hanikro yasmachta ba'almonino, that these verses are merely leaning their opinion on those verses. The Midaraisa Ba'inon Sviya Gemura. That from the Torah actually you need a complete satisfaction, which means that you need the size of a Kibeya. But we have this disagreement Midrabonon. Is a kizayis enough? Why would? What is the idea? Why does Rameir hold midrabbanon a kizayis is enough, and Rabbi Yudah needs a kibeya? Is also depends on the idea that we discussed before. The machlokes is between what's the present or the future, which is overrides what. Musman zogn that those was yet the darshan the posting is anefim. We have to say that this that each one expounds the verse in his way, is thus mitzad the Rabbonon. It's from the Rabbonon, the approach, how we approach this. Mitzad zeh machlikin b'svore, their disagreement in the light idea. Loit rameir, according to rameir, as mirechen tzich midem, hoiver, that we consider the present, tafo iskum, and then it needs, turns out as midrabbonon, that from the rabbis, when there is an aspect of eating, so presently you have to be obligated 
to be part of the zimun. Because right now he's not satisfied when he starts to eat, so he says in the beginning, the eating is already the time of the chiyu. Eating is a kizayis. That's why when we learned in basmachta with rabbonon, as the vachalti is an inyan bifnei atzmei, that this is independent. As soon as you start eating, then you're already qualified for the mizuman. But achila bekezayis when mizmuchui bezimun, achila is with a kezayis, and that's why you'd be chayiv in the zimun. Takeg on the other hand, loy tarav yehuda as medaf nemanim batarav the mosin. That we need to consider the future is nit machriya da inyan achila bohiva. So the eating presently is not the deciding factor, nor the peula is v'teitzoyis achila. It's only the act and the results of the eating. Was the tachlis achila? What's the result of the eating? Is doch tzuveren zat is to become satisfied. And does bring the chivu berachto, a chalt v'savoto. That brings the chivu berachto. As dav zayin achilas sheish b'svia needs to be an eating that has a satisfaction. Veizus ukibetz el biyakibetz. So we see again the same Rabbi Yehuda and Meir disagreeing whether the present is the most important according to the Meir, and that's why you'd make the zimun. You have to make it immediately. Uh, as you eat the beginning of the kezayis, according to the view, the main thing is the result, and therefore it's the kibetza. In Oisyu Aleph, the Rebbe is going to explain, finally, that this seems to be repeated the same idea, which is the deciding factor in three places, and that it's necessary to mention in all three places, because in each one of the places we may think it's different. We may think that the case of Shemen Amishcha is different, that over there maybe only the Hoiva, everybody will agree, because that comes from a tzivu from Hashem, whose Hoiva uh, is Ke'echot, so maybe only the Hoiva, and also by the case of the Seicher, uh, there is a, uh, a possibility that uh, the Hoiva is the more common, more likely, and therefore in that case we should only do the Hoiva. And also, uh, if it would have uh, be written only in the case of the zimun, uh, because over there it could be that it's just a different category altogether. Because the question is, what it constitutes achila? Let's look inside. Yudalov, shingeret filmo. We already spoke many times that megifinta machloikis suvishin tanoim. When we find a disagreement between Tanoim on Gedoli Yisrael Bechlal, they were great of Israel in general. In Ein on the Zalber in discussing the same idea, it's basically the same idea, and we find it in Etel in several places. Muzman Zogn. So therefore, you have to say Utsricha as Utsricha. The reason why we need Tzidah Chidush Yed Nor Bazunder that there is a novelty in every place by itself. There's haste. In Yedin or Bazunder is Doas for that in every place separately there is a logical idea of Tzumachal designed to distinguish from Zogun. And we can say as Dog Gate Niton der Lishitosi. In this case, that regular view that they hold would not apply here. On the far Verdi Machlik is Ibrikhazi by Yedin Inya Bazunder. That's why this disagreement has to be repeated by every subject matter independently, separately. What's in our case? We have it in three places. So the first thing is Aleph, number one. In our case, we would think if we wouldn't mention that the Machloikas Hoiven Osid 
applies to Shem and Amishcha. Over here we would see, say, think that the most important thing is, is just to make, like the mayor says, just to make, everybody would agree, to make the uh, uh, oil in the way that it's supposed to be uh, uh, mixed, a uh, boy, and that it should be merkachas. The most, the hoiva is the most important, we would think. Everybody would agree. Why? Since making the anointing oil is a command from Hashem, by Hashem is the present, the, the, what was present and future, as one. So do you know is So the future is there in the present as well. The emphasis of this that the days and the hours are just like the thread of a of a year before Hashem. And the Ragachovra explains it. It's a point, it's a part that you can't split. Oh so Unagamas the Unagamas the is told in Eden. Since it's really the you didn't have to make it. Bald over as handled wegen wegen bekeims an atzim from Eibush. We're talking about Hashem telling you to do something. Dark menim ton beestrokt ois mitzadim kaviyochol v'shoyvi yikechod. By him, as everything is at the same point, same time. The way the Rebbe says over here. So over here we can say since everything is together, so the future is machriya, not the osid is not the hoyve. Because it's all together, so it should be the result should be the Shem Mishchas Kodesh, not the way it makes be done. And the Ha'or over here, the Rebbe says it can be the other way as well. But in the Pnim, uh, what the Rebbe says is because by the Abish, everything is together. So over there, the future is Machriya, you would have said, because the future is already there. So it's not a future, it's a Hoiva. And since it has to be Shem, and maybe that's what impacts. So that's why. We wouldn't know the opinion of Rabbi Meir. That's why we have to quote here. No, Rabbi Meir disagrees over here. And he says, we're still going to go by the Hoiva uh, and, 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 and make sure that we make a good Merkachas and that it's going to be uh, cooked in the oil. Second case, Beis, in by Mfal von Seucher, by the final renter over there, there may be an idea that everybody will think that it's the uh, present. Uh, Going why when presently because it's only talking about there is no certainty as that in the future there will be a theft or a loss. He's just watching it let it be minimally, but he's still watching it as a free watchman. It's a distant worry, by not unlike. Uh, the oil uh, and for how much the zamnim vuder osid is avadai. This is a future is a certainty. So in this case, so over there we have to take into consideration. Uh, well, over there, how the mishcha is going to come out at the end is that going to be, or that you're going to be satisfied? Maybe over in this case, but by the soicher, since the future is not. Guaranteed. Maybe we should only consider the Hoiva.
That's why we need to say it over there too. No, that there is a machloikas that uh, Rabbi Yehuda says you have to consider the future. Another point the Rebbe answer adds is Nochmer by Msoicher is the Geneva Baosid and the Schira Bahiva by the Soicher, the theft that can come in the future and the rental that is present. There's two things one rental and one is a theft. They're not connected to one another. Then you would not know you can't not know for from this case to the anointing on was there osit is there tachlis and over there the future is the a goal and the result for the polish abahiva you're eating to get satisfied uh, and uh, the shemana mishcha is made to to uh, to bring out the oil over there so over there we have to consider the future but over here maybe so was that also the tachlis of the Polish Abayiva. So maybe over there we need to go by the future. Was Dorton Kiamazogan as Allah Halton? That over there maybe everybody will hold as Madavs Kharachna Bahiva, Aikmit Nosit. Maybe there will be no disagreement over there. Uh, everybody will say over there that you have to consider the future. Uh, because the future is connected and is going to come, as opposed to over here, uh, we have a machloikis is because it doesn't have to come, but maybe when it has to come or when it uh, when it's a result, then we're going to say that everybody considers the osid. And then finally, number three, when it's volgishtanen by mfal. If it would have said just in the case, uh, how much do you have to eat to make the mezuman? But when the fundit gives by the under the we wouldn't know by the other cases. But though is the shaila, because over here the question is, what is the gather from achila What is the definition of eating in this verse? It's it's just a question. What does achalta mean? Maybe this doesn't at all have any connection to the above machlekes. The future, the present. Therefore, if it just had this machlekes, we wouldn't know any of the others. The riber dar from the days that are made of Rabbi Yehuda gebracht werden. Therefore, the opinions of Rabbi Yehuda need to be brought down in the Al Dreyert in all three places. This is Mesichas Shabbos Parshas Tiso Tovshin Lamedhei.